Group One Racing now with us and beyond us. Uh, Jack Dickens, good day overall. Uh, Taraf drifted, didn't matter. Still extra wins on the board for the punting overall stats for yourself this spring. Uh, yourself and Jacko flying to start off September. Uh, how'd you see the day overall? Uh, it was a really, really frustrating day for us betting-wise. Um, what happened to us at Chuka will haunt us for a, a, at least until Sunday, which it did. But then we <laughs> found a few winners on Sunday. But then I did back one of Lockie Nindorf there on Sunday, which I will never be doing again in the foreseeable future. Young Lockie is four from his last hundred, uh, one from his last 50. That last winner was on Wednesday at... Sandown on a good horse, Twisted Fury for David Brightoak. So I thought maybe a bit momentum is back. We'll trust him here at Achuka. No, at Donald, and that was a mistake. Um, if I was his brother or his manager, I'd be looking after him. I think he needs to go back to Adelaide to get some confidence because he could get destroyed mentally if he keeps riding here. Okay, so a nice positive start there to start the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was Donald and Achuka. But Flemington also happened. Flemington, Dico, Flemington. Um, group one racing. Let's start off with the Maccabi Diva because I think that was obviously the most interesting race on the card. Incentivize was well supported as favourite. The data is fascinating in that it was a very slow tempo for the class. They haven't broken the class benchmark either. And the Spruik Cup favourite has managed to dictate the entire event. Well... It was the second biggest go all day, seven fifteen to four bucks. Like the structure of our pricing found it, I just couldn't trust it. it didn't help when we opened the previous show with it losing an eight hundred meter maiden at Toowoomba. Like, and when I think about that, there's losing there's losing maidens, and there's like you know you can run into a twelve twelve hundred meter, thousand meter, four hundred meter maiden that is reasonably deep. Eight hundred meter maidens, not so much. I think maybe Shane should open here. Or what do we do here? How good is this horse? It's just one of Group One. Well, of... look, let's. The Victorian bias in you is the reason why you didn't back this horse, right? Yeah. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it was. We went through the preview. It was on speed. It was the only horse ready. There was knocks on everything at the, either the trip or where they're at in their prep, and there was no other horse to back in the race. Yeah, I thought Aegon was was a hope. Which, it bled. I think it bled, didn't it? Well, I backed it in the end, small bet, and um, mm. top of the straight, I thought we were winning. So yeah, something I'm went sorry. wrong with it. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it bled. Um, like horses ran really well, as you know, like Sir Dragon A, good return. Tefane was a query at the trip, set outside the leader, had every possible to be strong late. It was probably strong enough late for it at the mile, but it's just not good enough. And I think in ref- on reflection, the best horse run, one, that was ready right there and then on the day, um, but some good performances around it. What, what do we make yeah. of some of these others, though? Like, Mwanga was in striking distance, as you said, Tefane, or just clearly doesn't get the, the distance because it had absolutely every possible. Like, anything that was really on speed and failed... Can't be trusted. I think Sir Dragon A goes better Victorian way and like with give. 
like Flemington would have been firmish, but like it had some sort of give. But I reckon more the the the, the biggest thing for me here is like Jesus, there's not many good horses at the moment. Like, Look, the le- the leaders it's, it's ran over thirty three nine, leader winner thirty three nine. What does that mean to the punter at home or me who doesn't understand what thirty three nine would mean? Well, ten lengths quicker than average last six hundred, isn't it? So it's a good, good, strong bit of work. Yeah, they're very hard to run past a leader that's getting home that quick over a mile. Because mm. because they've gone ridiculously slow. Mm. Oh, ridiculously slow. Oh, I think you look at this race last year's like Russian Camelot and Fierce Impact. They're both gone to start. Um, I think this is like dull and boring, and I, I'm not gonna, certainly not going to be able to trust the horse going to the next sort of like a Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup. But oh, and I might be wrong again. But um, oh yeah, Moonga is disappointing, but it has improved. So, so Dragon A, you, you cannot trust. You just go like, open up its punting form. It's like a fucking roller coaster of benchmarks. Um, Tafane will never get 600 meters. Completely blessed run. He's riding so well, Craig Williams. Um, the rest of them are just like sort of decent horses. Like 50 stars have been beaten by Johnny Get Angry. Hmm. Quite a regress for the new stable, has it? Right. Johnny Get Angry was six lengths off the the um Caulfield Cup favourite. You know, like it's it's, it's very difficult to oh, like, very difficult to take too much out of a race that's run at such a dawdling tempo for that for a Group One standard race. It's yeah, bit of pressure on Tom Davenick. Um, that's about all I'd sort of note here. Maybe Colette's probably the one to follow because she can. Yeah, jump but back I was, into you won't get the. Yeah, but you won't get the price. Uh, you know, you're saying maybe. maybe you know, I agree with you exactly. Maybe, but it'll be like maybe four dollars, and then it's like. Mm. She'll be yeah, better than what if she faces in her own sex over a, a trip anyway. Yeah. All right. So that was incentivize. Splintex was the biggest figure on the card on Punning Form's all-adjusted benchmark with a minus 14.3. Sydney Form, end of story. Improve, improved 13 lengths off his previous performance. Um, findable, probably a mistake by me. Um, away game's going good. Zutori was good. Express Pass is flying. Um Riddle me that. It's only 4.9 lengths off and it had Lockie Nine off, so call that three to two and a half. Um, I thought front page was flat. That's two poor runs from it now. It was a sort of awkward preparation. I heard the trainer speak about the he's sort of suffered from COVID with preparing his horse. So he's been in like different levels of lockdown near the border. So maybe you give it one more chance there, front page. But I just want to see it uh, to Caulfield... Um, and, and on pace. Is front uh, page the one going to the Kosciuszko or one of them, is it? I don't or is know. That, the, is that, that could be the stable. That, that, no, that could be this horse, actually. I don't know. What even is the Kosciuszko? So much talk about this thing. What is it? A race? <laughs> Leave it for the Sydney show. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. 
<laughs> I don't yeah, understand don't, it. It's like people are buying tickets or something. It's a race, isn't it? Yeah, it's a race. Yeah. yeah. So what? You can buy shares in all the horses? No. No. That, well, we move on. <laughs> Let's stay on track. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not worth talking about. Anyway, sorry. I digressed. Bobby Lewis, big figures. Anything that really took you, though, as a horse that you go, I would like to be on that next start? No, nah, nothing. Okay. What do you make of Jonker Curls? I thought um, I thought that I backed it in the end, just trusted the prices, which is probably why then I didn't trust the price in the next race. But um, I don't think it's D-Lane's best ride. Oh, what did he go out 9.2 quick? There's a lot of wind there on Saturday. Uh, he's returned a 11.1 on punning form, which is a PB. Um, so clearly the horse will be better suited around a bend um, where he might be able to kick off the bend and hold them up, hold them off the last furlong more so than be brutally exposed at the straight, which is something that we spoke about in the previous show as well. Um, I think he sort of he wanted to go at that tempo and then it's just like a big quick decision on do you go slower than is ideal to get a, try and get some cover, which you might not even get, or just try and run your own race? And, yeah, he's run a strong figure, so maybe I was a bit harsher on Damien, who is riding very well. It's the quickest he's gone out in a long time. Maybe I'm like, not being harsh. Who knows? Nah. And we thought sort of D- D-Lane was a bloke that wouldn't go too quick on it. He's mm. gone even. Uh, yeah, but quick for it, though. Yeah. I think it's a class. bit of a messy day, and you could probably pick up on the on the. It's a bit of a hard meeting to review with real clarity and confidence, and that, that's because of this big wind that we had all day there. So, like, it's a big factor in the in the tempo, the the pattern of of this meeting. Sure. Okay. Um, we'll skip ahead just to Ayrton because it obviously failed, but well, I wouldn't say failed. It was nailed on the line by a couple of horses that. Had a, a better run in transit, I think it's fair to say. But Harvard Views had the good jump out. Um, it's probably a bit too soon to say the horse is back, though, isn't it? Who who would know? <laughs> the market didn't. No. This horse is a yo-yo. A frustrating one. Um, Pete of a ride D-Lane. Cherry Tour Tony's a beast, isn't it? Like... That's a big, consistent horse, you know. Here we go. I'm back. Bang. Another big run. Loves Flemington. Um, I reckon, like, if you watched in run, um, which I'm sure anyone watching sick enough to watch this did, Jesus, regards Marie was travelling. Like, Ollie just had the pythons in the perfect, like, python position when he thinks he's got a lot of pony and had great protection from the wind and it's matched, like, it's sort of recent PB, that horse. That's about its level, I reckon. Um, reasonably bunch finish sort of the first five horses here I reckon this race is half sus I think you can forgive and trust Ayrton's SP it was the biggest um, move on the day a buck 80 into a buck 45 like that's a big big go uh, it wasn't suited probably wasn't John's best work but you know tricky spot he wanted to keep it out of trouble more often than not that's that's going to work for John I reckon he loves that sort of wide and, and working Set up, he was dominant there on Sunday at Donald, but um, 
I don't know. What do you guys make of Ayrton? Kels, you've got a fairly strong read on this horse. You've seen it just as many times as I have. Uh, well, I'm just trying to find the uh, the race that I, that I want to compare it to. And it's a horse that we're going to discuss a little bit later. But they've had very similar runs in transit to Raf and Ayrton, yeah. haven't they? I was just going to bring um, up to Raf, yeah. I thought that uh, that John, now it's a game of inches, right? So he had a, he's on the favourite and he was travelling, but rather than travel up to them and be outside the two leaders and travelling, he elected to sit off the first pair and then was pushed four deep on straightening, where Tarath was travelling so that I can't call the race number exactly. I'm trying to find it while I'm talking. Where I mean, whoever wrote whoever rode Tarath, they um the lane got it like it was traveling, so he got it up with the leaders. Race six. Um, I'm not saying that could have been the difference. I'm saying that they've both had the same runs in transit, obviously different classes. But you know that 300 to 400 meters part of the race where where D Lane said I'm on the I'm on a horse that's traveling here. I'm putting it into the race, and and Johnny was a little bit cooler, I suppose, or just a little bit more placid. Um, and I suppose it come from behind to beat him too, and that's you know. Yeah, and also, but also John's on a dollar forty-five shot, so you'd almost I'd prefer he was cool, you know, like he's like he, he like he rode this thing very confidently. Sure. Um. But like D Lane's ride on Tarath was just a thing of fucking beauty. Like he also went early enough so that everything coming after him was copping the wind full ball. Sure. Wasn't giving him the toe that, that John gave with with the Ayrton ride to, to the, the, the second and first horse. Um I thought Mystic Journey was very, very good. Um and he, he can't say he's not back now, probably. Like this horse just keeps sort of showing up. Is very, very hard to catch, but did carry Luke Nolan to do that. So <laughs> I am adding a length and a half. And then still a star carried Luke Curry, so I'm adding two and a half. And then I'm taking off that two and a half because it was a really good ride by Luke. He's completely blessed this horse in run. We backed it. I thought surely we'll win to the top of straight. Long way to go, but I really like the horse. And what I didn't like about the setup was the rider, and he gave it an absolute peach, Luke Curry. What do you make of the market in this race? Obviously, Taraf was uh, unwanted, basically, since we did the preview show. Um there was money for Zoo Dancer that halved in price. Bonvicini at odds. Still, the star was firm. But Bonvicini was like the one of the bigger goes in the races. Zoo Dancer was the biggest, and still, the star was real firm. Yeah. Um, I I think um, there's a lot of faith being put in D Oliver at the moment, and rightly so. And Lee and Troy Corsons are going really well. Um, but at a Chuka there. Their horse that we backed at five bucks that started two missed the start and they're roughy one. <laughs> Fuckers. But um they're flying Leon Troy Corsons. I think that's probably got a bit to do with it. I think Tarath, like if you think and think and think, it's hard it's it's easy to sort of start to pick this horse apart a little bit. It's been up for a very long time. She's a very young trainer. It was drawn to to be facing what was a predicted wind and then was eventually was a strong wind. Um, it, it had no favours in run. So there's there's someone who laid the horse or was against the horse, I, I fully uh, understand the thinking. I, I think the biggest thing to take out of the race is she is 
an incredibly good trainer. I think she has shown that she's capable of managing and maintaining a, a very good horse's preparation. This this was racing at Sandown. And this opened at Geelong. Yeah. Mm. It's gone to the... She's, I think there was a report this morning to say it's, that's enough for the prep. Put it away. Well, so, and I think that too, Curls, is like sort of what everyone would be thinking and that, that doesn't make you want to like horned up to, to, to get set this horse, you know? Mm. How many more runs is it going to have? Probably last run of prep. Um, I think it'll be a decent form race, this. He's gapped him. Mm. Interesting horse, too, is um, Instant Celebrity. I don't know what interests me more, the trainer or the horse. Well, Serious. Like, well, this... <laughs> Someone get a handle on that camp, can they? <laughs> um, I thought that uh, Tarasa was probably... As good as Ayrton, to be honest. Um, Ayrton's going to have to find a bit to go to be as genuine top liner. Yeah. And I think also Ayrton's almost suited to Mooney Valley and Caulfield a little bit more because he, he can accelerate around a bend and he rolls in a bit, but it's a bit of a shorter sprint. But he's like that dynamic, powerful sprinter or big turn of foot horse. You know, like even when we backed it with Jamie and she sat sort of wide on it, it's rolled right in at, when, when when gapping them. So I I anticipated though, and I think the market did, that John Allen would really suit the horse. I'm really surprised you didn't put anything in about the racing awards on the rundown, Kels, but anyway. Um. Yeah, well, the fancy having the racing awards in the middle of the spring carnival when we're talking about what's going on on the track. Who gives a fuck about racing? It's like the bail bag might as well have an awards night for us. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> that is fair. Uh, uh... Now, Pistol, I'm just, I haven't put this on the run sheet because there, I did have an award to give this weekend and it was the performance of the weekend. <laughs> now, it's not on the run sheet for a reason because you probably wouldn't let me talk about it. So here it is. Max Gore. <laughs> This is the performance of the weekend. Can you see that tweet from my man, Fitty Cent, friend of the show? He's doing his obligatory memorial tweet for September 11 and how it'll be etched in our memories forever. What a great touching thing from Fitty Cent. Only to have two hashtags, Branson Cognac and Le Chemi Enduri, which is his champagne label and his cognac label. Wow. So he's, insert, he's inserted himself in a story, the best I've ever seen. So here's a tweet with, never forget the people that lost their lives in September 11. By the way, here's my two brands of alcohol. Hashtag, hashtag. Oh, my God. Amazing performance of inserting yourself. From and he'd, he'd have more money than God, too. Staggering. That's um, that that's tweet real, is almost... That's real that's, bubble bath racing Twitter sort of... Areas, well, I was going to say, that's almost as bad as um, Matt Stewart trying to get engagement by saying that uh, Anna Mo was just a run. <laughs> oh, my God. At it's the same the time, Matt Stewart's not advertising at Cologne or something, but maybe he should. Because next time he does yeah. that, he might get a little bit more traction. Hashtag, hashtag Brute 33. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That was my performance. Uh, Dutch rudder. That Thank is you. outstanding. Uh, speaking of a failed steam, 
Oh, race four. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it scary? Um, Jackson thought this was a setup, and so when the money came, he chopped it. This is number eleven, Pretty Woman. It was a nine uh, percent steamer, the biggest steamer in the race. Um, Glistening was also back. Glistening, if you dig back through your punting form, which I did on Thursday night with um, a bunch of guys who were getting around it, you could find this horse through its the form out of the previous race. So it made sense. Pretty Woman was just a big sneaky setup job for Matty Dale and D Lane, and uh, it hemorrhaged and it punctured up bad, didn't it? It stopped like shot. Crystal Bound just got through its gears and got the job done for us. Thank God. Good on you, Joy. Great ride, Joy McNeil. That. Well, unfortunately for me, I back flying Evelyn, but that's all right. Uh, why is that? Had some real good last start splits, like the map with Preble. Who I think the market's still missing to a certain extent. He's come back real well. Interesting. Anyway, overall figures, given it was a very fast race, not actually that good. Nothing's broken the class benchmark. Very interesting race from a data point of view. It looked like they were going real quick too. Yeah. So I think I think when the the money horse stopped like shot and, and it looked like um, our thing was really underwriting to get going and catch them. It looked like they were going really fast, those things combined, but it turns out they weren't. I think the key measure will be the um, the key measure to the meeting run review will be the the Kestrel wind meter reading for each race. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't afford to pay someone to stand on track with a Kestrel wind meter, you're not serious. <laughs> They're amazing, eh? They just hang off the hip. Let's put them up every again. Get a freebie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Quick word on both uh, Turidan and also Ranch Hand. Well, Curly's can talk about Ranch Hand. I don't even still don't even know what happened there. But uh, Turidan's a beast, isn't it? That was a big performance, I thought. Into that wind. The wind was strong then. Gapped him. Old Luna Flair almost up the guts. But it, like... Luna Flair was like protected from the wind almost the whole way. And it looked like I was going to go past it. Then I remembered, hey, I'm, I'm Luna Flair. And last night I was on the Packenham Synthetic. I better slow down. <laughs> Full stop. And um, Ranch Hand. Ranch Hand. Um. I was trying to find. A I was trying to find a stewards report this morning, um, and I don't like often go looking for Victorian stewards reports, but I clicked on it and I can't find a stewards report from Saturday. It's not up yet. Um, looks. Um, like fucking be serious. Like how does it do that? Like it was held up a I couple of times him. in the straight, held up at a, when the favourite Artorias. Ingratiating. Uh, ingratiating, sorry. When ingratiating, like, moved up and kicked clear, this fucking ranch hand was still getting held up. Now, I know, you know the stable liked it because it was $19 into 13 right? So you know the stable likes it because there's money for it, right? So obviously being going good. Now, it's improved its PB by 10 and was getting held up. Possibly, like, um, fucking just wins the cool more off that. No, he was blessed in run with the wind, though. 
fucking held up twice when everything was full. Boy. Yeah, but it's, fucking, but it's like... It's like doing this. Win what protection. I think Ingrash out into it, all the ticks versus, versus it for next start. Oh, I, can't, I can't possibly see that. And the other thing that I took out of the race was the replay. Go back and listen to it very intently. You can hear Ollie going, yeah, yeah. And then after the line, when he realised he's got beat, he yells, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear it. It was loud and clear. I reckon that's what oh. the owners, that's what the owners <laughs> yeah. of our finance tycoon would have been saying about the 300. Mm. <laughs> Oh, 5.9% steamer, the old tycoon, stable change. It has absolutely stopped. What is going on at the Danny O'Brien stable? It's something completely different to what was happening fucking 12 months ago. That's for sure. Um, I, I can't cop. I, I just can't. I'm, I'm completely against you there when you said this ranch hand was blessed. That was like fucking unbelievable effort, considering how it was held up and held up and then chopped out and squeezed through a gap. Uh, the wind surely couldn't have had that much fucking assistance, could it? Mm. Yeah, maybe Jeez. I'm wrong. I do like I don't, I don't colours. Just need Glenn to start riding it and Shane to start roaring it. It was unbelievable win. I couldn't, like, I was staggered. Considering this horse made a complete dickhead of me, which is quite easy to do. <laughs> but remember I labelled this horse last uh, in the winter I said yeah. this is like a group one winner this is going to win the fucking size and the JJ Atkins and it got beat five links and ten links completely non-competitive the only thing that I could find in its favour curls as to why it performed so well on the weekend was the fast race tempo it seems like all of its best figures have been in fast races but still mm-hmm. it's obviously improved alright yeah, 20, no. 20 seconds on Artorias I think it's going really good. It'll probably win whatever it wants to win. On track. That's what you're saying? It's on yeah, track. Yeah, like, fuck it. It goes around at very, very scary prices. And, like, I had a, uh, a guy working here on Saturday. I just want to clarify something. If you think a horse is too short to back straight out, it is doesn't become a good value proposition if you put it in an all-up. Still a shit price, or it's still a price you're not comfortable with. I agree with that. Mm. Okay. It seems it seems like a lot of these. Um... Well, I don't want to. We'll leave it till next time. Flemington overall, you guys in September, the two jacks, seventy three point four five out, one hundred fifteen point five one back. You're going for what nine months in a row winning. Uh, maybe eight or maybe nine. Yeah, eight or nine. a lot. Lifetime winning, though. More importantly, but we're on a streak. I'm not sure a year's a streak, but I think it's a bit more than a streak. Yeah, I think you've bet enough a lot races. Of you've, you've bet enough races this year for it to be not just you know like variants. <laughs> what about yesterday? Wasn't it just a fucking roller coaster of emotions? And you just thought, surely. Surely the the cherry's going to come on top. It was a complete fill-up yesterday. Last bet was this Lockie Nondorf thing that I've opened the batting with today. And Lockie rode that like it was Ayrton. And it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a maiden at Donald Lockie. It's very unlikely to be sitting on Ayrton. But you never know. All right, your week ahead. Um, I wrote it somewhere. 
Mo Wang. Moe Wang Bendigo Wednesday, midweek at Bendigo. Sale. Sale. Sale, Peter. The electricity capital of Victoria. Uh, Geelong <laughs> on Friday and then Caulfield on Saturday for the Rupert Clark Stakes, which is a group one, and the Naturalism Stakes, which is a nice form reference for the longer races. Peter. Okay. Now, the Bad Beat Hotline, do you have anything for me? Not one call this week. Well, what does that mean? Everyone won. I don't know, but I'm not happy about it. Disappointed. Um, I'm pretty sure I have it on and it's working. Um, I will test it after this show. <laughs> I have to done that. But, um, I checked it before and there was not one. So um, thanks, guys, for getting around it. Appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you.